Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this episode number 188 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, after evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I am a one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, who definitely, definitely, definitely does not like anchovies. Lucas Ham Swisher. Uh, also with me, the judge, the jury, and Crenchy of baby's first rock climbing walls in WWE 2K forever, and also likes to put the fun in F1, Patrick Novosel. Did you call me a Frenchy? What was that? Crunch- no, Crunchy? Cren- cr- Crenchy. It's a believer, okay. actually. Oh, okay. In Portuguese. Oh, okay. I'm the Frenchy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark's the Frenchy. You're the Crenchy, Patrick. Okay. Yep. Uh, on his left and my right, the tarnished beast of the East who wishes to never take a shower again and can make you laugh in three words or less or your money back. Melfilio, Ronnie Johantis. I don't understand the shower part. Oh, you're talking about a, in a perfect world, but that's the thing you would skip. Yeah. yeah. You maybe. do remember everything, don't I'm, you? I might have listened. I might have taken notes. Well, hello, everybody. I heard everything you guys said about me. He knows what I'm thinking. And we're glad you heard all of it. That's right. That's what it was meant to be heard. And last but certainly not least, you could tell I missed a week last week. The final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Hyrule on his brain, computer notifications in our ears, and a Bushusheu, thanks to La Carreta, Mark Boucher. A Bushusheu? That's right, buddy. Bushusheu, 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 Bushusheu. Oh, that's perfect. I never even connected that. <laughs> Mark Bushusheu, Bushusheu. I love it. It's a it's automatic win. Bushusheu is full stomach. Just so you know, in the, oh. the northeast, I inserted in all your names a different phrase that is commonly used in the northeast, where I spent this last week, mm. and the reason I wasn't on the podcast. By the way, the WhatsApp is not on currently hey (laughs) i'll be honest there's a couple times i looked at my phone i was like did i get a notification did something come through what's going on (laughs) there wasn't anything there (laughs) oh that's good stuff but hey losing my mind at the top of the hour i want to give a slow clap to ronnie for his topic transition last week and the best worst cliff notes inspired intro ever it was magical. <laughs> it was magical to behold. I really did uh, find out like right before. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't I mean, remember any of the things. So, I, you know, referencing them <laughs> back to the last episode, I feel like was just a, you know, just made sense. Yeah, it did. It sure. did. W- what didn't make <clears throat> sense is why Patrick called me a dinosaur. Did so I no claps. Dinosaur? No claps for him. Uh, yeah, man, your we, favorite, I th- I feel favorite like dinosaur. You're like, now we would deserve this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're like, yeah. favorite dinosaur, Lucas. <laughs> that, was, that was Mark's favorite dinosaur. <laughs> Wrong answers <laughs> only, right? No uh, claps for Patrick. No claps dang for Patrick. It. I'm not, no <laughs> claps got, for my He's got a, a list that he's just going down. Of his <laughs> I do. <laughs> I told you. I took notes. <laughs> I was like, hmm, all right. That's how you feel, huh? We'll see about that. No, I will give you a little golf clap. 
for uh, for realizing and pointing out that I'm the first GMG guy that you visited out of all the GMG hosts, co-hosts. So you, you've you never gone to visit Mark nor Ronnie Johantis, who lives 30 minutes away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So technically, Mark and Pat did go to my house one time. Oh, that's yeah, true. We visited. They did. They did yeah. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go a, by himself. That was like he had to have years Mark, ago, though. He had to have Mark drag him there. That's true. He was scared. He was. Scared, he was very yeah. scared. Very fearful, scared. Fearful for my life. I was, why, I was wondering why Mark walked in with a sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my trusty sword. I carry that with me everywhere. <laughs> Especially <laughs> dangerous <sword>. situations. <clears throat> yeah. As, as you should. As well, guys, I did I did miss you last week, and uh, it was it was fun. It's always fun to be kind of the fly on the wall and listen to the show. Not that people that listen to our show are flies on the wall, but that made it made it worse once I said it out loud <laughs> than when I was thinking in my head. Eat but uh, digging. <laughs> yeah, just Stuck digging that the landing hole. though. <laughs> I did right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys mind if I share a little bit about my adventures last week? Share Catch you up. up on what you've been missing since it's I what's w- new news. I will say without you though, there is like, there's something missing and it's somebody to talk during those periods where the three of us don't have anything to say. So it's <laughs> weird when you're not here. I feel like we could be replaced, but when you're not here, it's like, Hey, where's the random <laughs> comment that is kind of funny, but kind of uncomfortable. Oh, you're kind of always there to scoop it up when we leave you just absolutely nothing but dead air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and nobody best. was there for that last week. <laughs> I gotcha. I got you. Well, you edited really well then because I didn't even notice. I thought you guys did a great job all together. The trio, the three amigos. So All the editing I do. Yep. So good work. Patrick's like, well, there's a minute of dead air. I need to cut that out. Uh, What's next? (laughs) All right. So uh, last week I went to northeastern Brazil, which traditionally in the past has been almost desert-like when I've gone to visit it. And this time around, it had, I think, more grass than I have here in Sao Paulo. Oh, wow. It's gotten like three blades. Super green. Super green? Super green. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Four blades of grass, actually. Oh. Yeah. Close. Stepping it up big time. You're really close. Yeah. But my, my trip did not start out so good because the night before I had a dream that I had a heart attack. And oh. It was very like I woke up like I had a second chance at life. I was like, "Oh, thank God, it wasn't a real heart attack." So you're, you're like, so "All right, well, a second yeah. chance of life." You're just like, "All right, see you, family. I'm out of here for a little bit." Yeah, <laughs> I get a second chance to live, and I'm ditching you. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I we went to the airport, and while we were waiting for our flight, it was I think it was I think it was lunchtime, and so we were looking at the options. There was a Pizza Hut. There was a bakery that had mostly fried stuff. And then I saw a grilled chicken salad and I'm like, I'm getting that grilled chicken salad because I just had a heart attack last night. (laughs) So I tried to eat really healthy for that meal. And then after that, I totally, (laughs) totally forgot about my dream. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was just a one meal issue. And then from there, it was no big deal. Um, But I met really cool people on this trip. The purpose of the trip was to help put together an aquaponic system in a city called Pilar. Uh, aquaponic system is pretty much a like self-contained system where you have fish and you have plants and they pretty much feed each other. Like, not like they hand each other food, but 
I was hoping you were going like to say like flip. underground city or like underwater city or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's like Aquaman. Like. <laughs> not not yeah. even close. But it's pretty much so you don't have to plant in the ground and maintain, uh, you know, weed a garden or whatever. You just put your seeds in some rocks and it's on a floating bed of stuff. And then there's fish in another tank and they just feed each other. It's a really cool process. I was setting it up with my father-in-law, John. And, uh, it was, it was really good. There were definitely some struggles. Um, he definitely like had a list of materials and he found one place in a certain city to get them. But at the time when they got the supplies, they weren't able to go to that certain shop. So they had to go to like five different locations. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely, it took a whole day that was not planned to get it, get the ball rolling, but we finally got the ball rolling. So it was really good. And uh, definitely a blessing to be there, to meet a bunch of cool people. Um, two of the guys that I met are the Shaw Shaw brothers. And one of them, his name is Shirley, like S-H-I-R-E-L-Y. And within a few minutes of meeting him, he said, it's, a, it's an English name, right? An American name. I'm like, yeah, Shirley's an American name. He's like, and there are some men that have that name. And I'm like, no, there are not men that have that name. Sorry. He was very disappointed. <laughs> he, just, he just broke the news right to his face. I did. I just bust the bubble right in front of him. And I honestly <laughs> thought about the the quote from Airplane, Airplane where, yeah. where he's like, and don't call me Shirley. I just immediately thought of that joke. And for a second, I was going to explain it in Portuguese. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to translate. So mm. I just I just kind of giggled to myself and moved on. But he was, uh, he was a really like hard worker, super smart guy. Uh, his brother is a missionary in that area, uh, Sydney, and uh, I got to hang out a few nights, not just doing ministry with them, but I stayed in their home. And in one of the meals, he shared his favorite hot sauce with me, and I was really excited to try it. He said, this only takes two drops to enjoy three drops if you want to light on fire. And I'm like, come on. So I did two drops. Like in my fed right into the heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'd totally forgotten about my heart attack dream by the time I had this meal. So <laughs> unfortunately, it, they did not work together. They worked against each other. Um, but I, I, I tried some hot sauce. I did two drops. I was like, okay, I can do two drops and mix it in with my pasta and sauce. And I felt the heat a little bit. I was like, this is pretty good. So then I got a second bowl and I just added one drop because there's already like a layer. This was like an oil-based uh, hot sauce. And one thing I learned from oil-based hot sauces is when they get on the container itself, and you touch your arm, your your nose, you know, anywhere, it coats that part and it lights it on fire. Oh my gosh. All of a sudden, the inside of my arm started to turn red. Uh, when I breathed out my nose, some of the sauce had gotten on my mustache and around my nose. And it I literally felt like a dragon. Like I was breathing <laughs> fire and it did not feel nice. And I I didn't know what to do. I was like, no. they were like, eat sugar. And I'm like, okay. I ate sugar and I was like, my mouth is fine. Like there was no fire in my mouth. It was just with the places I had touched. And so I got soap, I got water. I tried to wash it off, nothing. And it burnt literally until I went to sleep. And it wasn't until the next day that I didn't feel any like fire on my nose and arms. It was crazy. Totally crazy. So, file that under no thanks. Yep. File that under, I'm like, I'm going to need to use a glove next time to handle <laughs> your hot sauce, Sydney, because it was bad. Yeah. You got to use a glove. I feel like it's probably too hot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, later on, we did some traveling, went to another city called Lagoa Nova, and uh, it was more of an R&R &R time to like meet up with people that we had done ministry with in the past. 
Uh, and it was fun up until the return journey back to where we had started. Uh, I definitely got a warning from the police in Ooh. the city there. I we're, was driving. Now we're talking. Yeah. Breaking the law. Breaking I was the like, law. I was driving down the road, being cool, you know, not, no sudden movements. <laughs> what keeping, does being cool mean? Just keeping it know, cool? You know, just like, yeah, keeping it cool, laid keeping back, cool. kind of, yeah. You know, just no, not cool. Sounds like you were like hot rodded out there. <laughs> I definitely was not hot rodding. Uh, but we came up to like a checkpoint and pretty much how it goes in these checkpoints. Now in Brazil, you do not get pulled over by the police. They will just point at you and like, they don't pull you over as in like get behind you and like, you know, wee wee turn on the lights and stuff. They will either a catch you with a camera or you'll get like a random ticket in the mail or they'll be on the side of the road and just point over and say, get over. <laughs> we need to talk to you. And it was the second thing that happened. Sometimes you can pass through the checkpoint and they'll just kind of nod their head and you're good to go. But this time they pointed the finger. They're like, nope, get over, dude. And I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> and so pulled over. The guy walks up and he's like, documents, you know, I need to check out to so make sure you're legit. You didn't steal this car, whatever. So I gave him the documents and he walked to the front of the car, walked back. And he's like, your lights aren't on. And I'm like, click. Now they are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it soon enough. So he goes over and for 20 minutes, he writes me a ticket. 20 and minutes? Jeezel. 20 minutes. He wrote you a novel. Uh, at some point, at some point, my father-in-law, John, opened the door and was like, he literally said this, are you writing a letter? What are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, to, the, to the police officer. So I'm like, I'm like holding my hand up <laughs> over my face. Like, you, I don't, you I don't know this man. You, you only say that if you know you already have the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. yeah, it's like, you know, there's no getting out of it at this point. So whatever. Yeah, if you know you but I'm got like, it. But he did. He, I got the ticket. He didn't. So I'm like, I'm just trying to be cool again, you know, and it wasn't really working out. And so passengers the safest one. Father-in-law was giving him a little lip and I'm like, well, better him than me. And, uh, you know, he, he, the officer explained, oh, sorry, I, I wrote it. And then I realized I'd written it wrong. So I wrote it all again. And we're just like, okay. So he walks over and he's like, hey, this is just a warning, not a ticket. Okay. And I want to be like, you took 20 minutes to give me a warning. You could have just put my hand out, slapped me on the wrist or something. But that's what he wanted to do. So that's what he did. Bad, Lucas. Bad. Yeah. Shame on you. So I learned my lesson. I'm going to turn my lights on all the time from now on. Apparently, it's a law on all roads, not just highways or nighttime or whatever. I have lights on all the time. You have so, to be on all the time in Brazil. Apparently. I didn't think that was the case. I thought it was like on, you know, bigger highways and that kind of stuff. But so Patrick, when you come to visit me again and I make you drive, turn the lights on. I'm not okay. driving. No. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> not, Next time not you come, you're driving. Yes, you are. No. Nope. Don't you tell do him it. what to do. I believe in you. So yeah, so it was a it was a good trip. That was that was the most dramatic and crazy it got. I will say there was one meal where they offered what I thought was uh, refried black beans, and it happened to be cooked coagulated cow blood. And I was uh. like, no thanks. <laughs> so I passed on that one. <laughs> I just I, looked at the lady like, "What is happening right now?" I don't understand. Why would you pass that is, up? 
<laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I, I what were you was trying to say was the opposite of what you <laughs> well what's funny is i was explaining to my father-in-law and another guy that was with us i was like i think it's black beans i, I confirmed with the lady she's like oh yeah it's uh cooked coagulated blood i'm just like okay i, just put, I, mean, yeah, I immediately that. put it down it was just like and the next guy can have more yeah that's save that for our, <laughs> the next guy that comes in exactly it was uh it was fun uh, speaking of fun on the game front, uh, I am playing a few games that are making Patrick's head shake. And so maybe I should not name these names by name. I instead, <laughs> I we... should mention them by rhyming. Uh, Spray I can't think the of tire. Words that <laughs> Is Spray rhyming the always an option? <laughs> I guess. I play the game Spray the Tire and, and Fred Sells. What? Uh, Fred, like Fred sells a car. It's like a car oh, okay. selling right. simulator. Okay. Right. So confusing yeah. now. And, uh, and uh, ladies. 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 Oh, ladies. Okay. Oh. That's a little too risky. I was thinking of a pirate game called oh, Mateys. Yeah. Do you know you're playing better. that game? Yeah, nope. That's a game Badrick's played. I'm not playing that. <laughs> yeah, so I may or may not have stumbled back in a hole accidentally. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how I downloaded these games and updated them and uh, you know got back into them. But there's trophies involved. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. But just so you know, there may be Malaise Mondays, uh, Hades Hump Days, uh, Fire th- no, Slaying th- Thursdays. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> keep an eye out. You know, Mike Tyson's I may be playing these games if you want to join us. Uh, a game that I also played this past week was uh, Minecraft Dungeons. I've mentioned it before, but I'm bringing it up now because I need Patrick and Ronnie to help my kids and myself. <laughs> because we got to the Arch Illager, and the spoilers for Minecraft Dungeons, if you, you're not really going to care. But we, we only fought them one time, and we were definitely unprepared for the two phases. He's a nightmare. And uh, he is a nightmare because there's laser beams everywhere. Do you have any suggestions for our yep. poor little souls, yes, I what do. To do. All right, let's hear it. Pat, do you know what? It, I'll let Pat go ahead and go first if it's the same thing. Okay, so um, what I found is when you when you cross over the bridge to the Archillager, uh, there's like that small little area, and then there's a small bridge, and then a huge area. Right. So right, like if you don't need to go all the way across that small little bridge, uh, there's like a little, like little castle structure. And there's an yeah. opening on the like the you know the bottom right of the screen. You can actually take your character and put it behind the wall on the outside of the castle. So when he what? throws his lasers, uh, yeah. there's like a little ledge that you can You're stand protected. on. And when he shoots his lasers, you can just stand back there, wait for the lasers to be done, and then move back out, do your arrows, do your whatever, mm. your spells, your, your and things like that. And then uh, once you once once you need them to cool down. Uh, then you go back up, back there. You wait for the enemies or whatever to be to to to, to die or whatever from the lasers, and then he'll then you go back out and do it again. You should just get okay. like a golem and keep respawning them. Yeah, yeah. So you can make sure you have spells where they're like their range, or you have animals or whatever pets or whatever they are, and you can right, just right, launch, right. launch them out there. And then and make sure the you damage. have make sure you have if you have a lot of arrows and if you have like a um an enchantment for like the infinity arrows uh yeah. on your on it then then you can just launch arrows just continuously okay so are you saying it. at the are you saying at the very beginning 
you would like make a left or a right turn and that's where you would hide. Because where I was thinking, I don't know if it's the same spot you described, but once you enter in, like the area gets small, then it widens up, and then there's basically the other area that you haven't unlocked yet. But if you go left or right on the far uh, far right or far left, there's actually ledges, and you can go behind the wall and everything. It's okay. like a little area you can stand. I don't know if that's the same one. So it's, uh, it sounds like it's a <clears throat> different part of the final area. Um but what it's the same same thing, yeah. You know, just get behind a wall and then wait for the lasers to be. It would be really hard to beat him, uh, straight up. <laughs> oh yeah, out we, in the open. Like, we tried. It. Yeah, we were out in the open. I was like, where where do I even dodge this? It was like grids of lasers. It was we were crazy. trying to stagger our shields when we first started fighting him, to where when one shield went bad, we could jump into the other person's shield. Okay. But that, yeah. I mean, you could use the shield if you go out and attack. But there's really no reason to go out yeah. there and just straight up face him. Right. All right. So smoke and mirrors use the environment to my advantage. I'm taking notes, mental notes right now. I got it. Thanks. Yeah, that's uh that that was all that's been happening with uh, Minecraft Dungeons because I looked up like where we were because we were just doing mission after mission and I was like, where are we going with this? We were just there's other games, you know, there's other games we want to play, but I'd, I'd like to reach some completion with Minecraft Dungeon with the kids and. I was like, okay, where's the last level? And then I looked and saw where it was, and well, I put it on the easiest setting, and we got to. Yeah, he's still a nightmare we, on the easy setting. We melted so. him. We melted his first phase. It was just like easy. Let's yeah. do this, and then he goes all mega black booger on us and laser yeah. beams everywhere. It was crazy. So, yeah, yeah. black booger. Yeah, that's a uh, that's he just turns into a blob, kind of. Yeah, booger. Ew. So yeah, uh, well, because of that, of you know, playing you know, games that shall not be named and Minecraft Dungeons, I actually haven't been playing the Xbox the past couple of weeks. Uh, I think because of the lack of activity with it, my son just looked at me one day. He's like, "Dad, when you die, can I have your Xbox?" He seriously <laughs> asked. <you that>? Yes. <laughs> he just was like, "I gotta know. I gotta know what's gonna happen with the Xbox." So I'm like, "All right, thanks, son. Love you. Mean it." Uh, but you know what? I might not be playing my Xbox, but I know who is. Ronnie. I hear you got an Xbox. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I got the Xbox. Tell us more about it. Uh, I really, I, I, as far as the Xbox goes, I mean, like the graphics, you know, are good. But I, I think I went like I didn't play the game on my old Xbox and then the new one. So like I, you know, couldn't really distinguish like the difference between them. Uh, I like the controller. Though I kind of like how they it, it's a little more shaped like for your hand, um, a little bit smaller, I think. So it, I do like the controller better on the new Xbox, but I've pretty much just been playing Elden Ring uh, nonstop. So nice. <clears throat> I think last week I was in the mentality where like I probably won't play by myself, but it's a pretty fun like co-op game. That sense has passed. I, I play oh, by yeah? myself all the time. Yes. Manned up. All right. Uh, I really like the game. It is frustrating at first um, because you do uh, just you, you keep dying. You just like you go into a battle, you face him almost every time you face a boss. Like at the beginning, you're just trying to figure out how he's going to kill you and trying to prevent it the next time. And every single time you try to like, you know, just do a little bit better than you did. But once I found in the game, there's an area where you can kind of farm uh, runes or coins or whatever that the system in this game by the way is just straight you buy level ups 
with your coins. So, right. Um, I like that actually. Um, but I found a place to farm them. So I farmed a lot, got my character up over a hundred. Uh, I think he's probably like 120, maybe 125, something like that. I really haven't looked in a little while, but um, now that he like the character's more powerful, I can like not die in one hit and I can actually do damage to like bosses and stuff. It is a lot more fun. Nice. Now that my character's good, but it, I mean, it, it's a grind early on. Like you can, if you just get to this one spot, it is like a, a little bit later in the uh, probably like midway through the story, I guess. I, I'm not sure if that's where it, if it takes you there then, but we ran to it early. So <clears throat> if you're struggling, my suggestion would be to go to YouTube and type in like rune farm and probably will take you to the same boss yeah. that I've been killing. So, so did you start playing on your own? Cause you got sick of Eric leading you into traps and killing you. It was more like I, I started playing on my own because Eric has an actual life. Ah, uh. Gotcha. How dare he have a wife and child? That's, that's exactly. the worst. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Young child. Uh, it's not like the olden days where I'd be like, hey, I'm jumping on. He'd be like, all right, I'm on. Uh, no, it, it's more, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, I, I would say, kind of like Pat does, where like he'll play when like the kids go to bed, you know, or something like that. It, it's similar situation with Eric. So he'll play later. Um, but I kind of split it up. So when I play with Eric, he just leads me into constant battle uh which is fine now it was bad at the beginning when i just died repeatedly but uh when i play on my own i'm just like farming experience like getting weapons and stuff that i want like certain items um that way i'm just like that much more better off next time so but it is honestly it is a really fun game um i know a lot of people are against souls games and i completely understand why after you lose to a boss 20 times I can understand why you don't want to go back in a 21st time to try to beat him. That makes sense. However, it just makes me want to beat him more if I lose 20 times in a row. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then that I, 21st I mean, time, that 21st time. Um, I, I think I saw a, like a TikTok or a GIF or something where the guy had uh, died. Like, I think it was like 26 times in a row on this boss or whatever. And he was streaming it and he beat it and he still stood up and like, it was a little um, like young kid or whatever with little skinny arms. And he stood up and he's like flexing over his game and everything. Like it was hilarious. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like though. Yeah, man, um, for sure. So yeah, I've been having a blast with that game. Honestly, it's been, uh, it's been fun. I definitely will beat it now. Uh, there's no way that I can not beat it with where I am. So I have no idea how far into the game I am because it's just seemingly there's still a whole bunch of map I haven't explored. Uh, there's bosses basically around every corner. Some of them you don't actually have to fight for the storyline; you just come across mm. them. So, um, but yeah, it's it is it's really a really fun game. the The only issue I think I have with it is when you play co op, the person comes in to your world, <clears throat> you can't use your horse anymore. So, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to hoof it. And sometimes it's pretty far distance, like for just that regular little sprint run, like the horse makes it just a breeze and you fly through anything. Yeah. Doing that double and triple jumping or however many times he can jump. Yeah. I always think, I always think about it because the game is really beautiful and you're going over these rolling hills and stuff like that. It literally is like Lord of the Rings. Like Eric's just up there, like with the ring, like I'm just following him by the sword. Uh, That's just what it feels like. You're just going on this grand adventure. So where there's death ahead. Lots of it. Yeah, lots lots of it. Lots of it it for sure. Um, 
outside of that, I really haven't done very much this week. Uh, last week, I did not mention a show that I watched. Um, I watched, it's called The Last Kingdom. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's basically, no. <clears throat> it's basically mm-hmm. about a young English kid um, and their kingdom gets raided by Vikings and the Vikings end up taking him as a slave. And then one of the older Vikings basically found out, hello, Elizabeth just got him. Um, basically the older Viking guy that took him kind of adopted him as a son and taught him the ways. And he grew up basically as a Viking, even though he was English. Um, <clears throat> so it's during the time that the Vikings were invading England, like nonstop. Um, and uh, it's, it's kind of a drama, really good action. Uh, it's not for kids either. There is some seriously brutal events as you would suspect mm-hmm. when Vikings Violence. are involved. Sure. Yeah. Um, at first, I did not care for the main character uh, when I first started watching it, and it was just kind of something that was on in the background, and I slowly kind of started to care a little bit. I watched the first three seasons. I believe there is four. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, at this point, I, I don't think I'm going to watch the fourth one um, simply because a lot of the main story stuff, I feel like, ended in season three. So it's one of those things where it feels like a little bit of a stretch would be hmm. season four. And I'm sure there's these grand things that happen and everything, but um, I watched three seasons. I, I think I'm probably, probably good with that. But yeah, um, not a bad show. If you like, you know, action sword shields, I mean, it's uh, the fighting and all the stuff. The action is awesome. Uh, the storyline I think gets pretty good, but I have found that I care less and less for just like drama situations. So and that's what a lot of it is. It's all these storylines like breaking, you know, trust with mm. these people because he's, you know, it's, it's a lot of that stuff. And I, I don't know, like it just doesn't, uh, doesn't really rope me in. Yeah. Gotcha. How's it compared to the show Vikings? It's a lot like Vikings. It is. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot like Vikings. Uh, that is kind of what drew me to it. And actually there's a show on Netflix right now. That's called. I think it was called Vikings, but it's a different branch. That show is actually the same universe as the uh, the Vikings show that's on right now, but it's like mm. years down the road. So those oh. names like Ragnar Lothbrok and those are all just into legend and lore now. Okay. That uh, but neat. that's the same world. It's just way further down the line. Okay. Uh, but I haven't watched that yet. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for me this week. Um, I do have an uh, I do have grievances, but I feel like we could just make that its own thing. <laughs> uh, what are your grievances in relation to? You want me to? You want me to air them out now? You want to do the no, no, no. Grievances? I need I need the uh, the overarching theme of your <clears throat> grievances. Is it regarded towards music? No, I would say people. People, people <laughs> oh. here. People they here. Could, they could be. I mean. I don't know. It's, it's no I mean, better you, you time to than spill now. it. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know enough information to say yay or nay. The, so, airing, uh, of gr- the airing of grievances has commenced. So all right, throw it out. Since we're this far in, you might as well go ahead and. Go. Since I mean, we're already here. Yeah, you already so, said there's grievances. A couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be better, and I'm going to turn on notifications for our group chat. <clears throat> that was a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and the reason that I turned them off. Because on some days, there could be a thousand messages. <laughs> <laughs> could yes. be. And today reminded me 
of why I turn those notifications <laughs> off. I don't even know how you guys find gifts fast uh, that fast. And I have my phone on silent all the time, so it doesn't Magic ding. Hands. It doesn't ding or anything. But what does? is my watch that I wear all the time. I get a little bump on my wrist. And the last time I took my watch off and I was like, nope. <laughs> I just, <laughs> not, any, watch. not today. <laughs> <laughs> so, and basically for the people at home who don't know any of this stuff, it was basically Pat and Luke just messing with each other. I don't know why I called you Luke there. I if I was short yeah, good that, old that, Luke. Good old Luke here. Cool yeah, hand Luke. Luke. I don't know why I did, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I mean it goes with the one syllable name. So Pat Patrick and, Luke, Patrick and Lucas, Lucas. The members of this show were just at each other all day today. And actually, it was sometime after I think noon where it really picked up steam because what happened was there was a three hour period where I knew there were messages because I felt them all in my watch. And then I took it off. Two hours went by and I was like, I might as well check that real quick and see what it is since we have the show tonight. 68 messages. <laughs> That's how many messages in Rookie three numbers. hours. 68. I went right to the bottom. I answered the world question at the top that was directed at me. I don't even know what the three hours was about. <laughs> that's why That's why we tag you. Yeah. That way, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can slip through all the mess. But to be fair, I was tagged. Pretty early in this scenario, you were. We did business here. first. Business was first. It was like, hey, Ronnie, you're the only one <laughs> that needs to do something. Yeah, I really was. And, and then the whole Google the, the debacle uh, that Mark, that's not even on you. I think the two factor identification is fine. I just it doesn't come to me. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't think it helped you when Lucas and I were just like obliterating each other in between. Oh, your right questions. in the middle of me trying to actually get in touch with Mark. <laughs> this whole yeah. thing was going down still. Well, what's it was. Okay. Go ahead. No, you first. Eh, you first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. Um, what, what's annoying is like I turned off the thing that was an issue and yet you still had the issue after the fact. So I don't yeah. know what the heck happened. I don't know either. Um, for everybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, I had to get in to rank my song choices in our Google Drive. Spoiler. Well, we all get into the same one, but yeah, I got the hit with a two factor. We'll send this code to your phone and but it wasn't my phone. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. It was really safe. I couldn't even get in. Um, so yeah, uh, basically these two all day. I don't even. I I can't. I don't even know where you get gifts because it doesn't even have them. I don't think on the app. Does it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And maybe that makes more sense. Uh, but still, Magic I don't hands. know how you guys got anything done today, other than bicker at each other they didn't even got to the point it was it was really funny because well it wasn't funny at the time it's funny now uh, <laughs> it's it's funny now but it was like siblings just going back and forth at each other that's exactly what it felt like that's why i posted like that a couple picture. of kids just roughing each other up all day yeah. and then yep. mark at one point even says how about we stop fighting <laughs> i was like that also sounds like the other brother that's upset that the two brothers are fighting and and as as is tradition as is typical 
fell on deaf ears that kept going. It did. <laughs> Honestly, it just got swallowed. I didn't up. even see that message. I know yeah, it just got <laughs> swallowed up in this tornado. I, it's like it's like when you're in like uh, you see like a, a brawl happening, like the bench is clear and people are trying to hold people back and you, you're like, all right, OK. And then you run around them just to get back at the person. That's what it felt yeah. like. It was yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, what it felt like. That's what you did. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I felt myself coming back to the fight, even though I said it was over. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't over. There was neither. Neither was backing down today. That's, that's why I posted that gif of, you know, from the Simpsons where where Bart and Lisa go to fight each other, but they're like throwing kicks and punches and not hitting each other at all. That's what that felt like. It's just completely useless, yeah. but we're throwing punches. Mm-hmm. So I realized what I have to do. I have to not wear my watch. On days where, like, basically, I have to judge based on the messages early on on whether I want to wear the watch or not, if it's even worth it. If it's recording day, look out. <clears throat> if it's recording day, that's going to be a no watch day from here on out. Right? <laughs> if, anytime, anytime we have to make decisions is really. I will get back out. in contact 30 minutes before we go on air. <laughs> it's fair. It's that's fair. fair. That is fair. Well, my apologies. Uh, so, anyways, who else has a grievance? I just assumed that Patrick and Lucas would. I would like to take this opportunity to continue what they started earlier. Uh, no, I don't have a grievance right now. I think uh, those grievances need to have a pin put in them because mm-hmm. put a pin in it. I'm not ready. And the to worst part is there's no solution. Discuss it. You guys are going to be you. You're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to be me. I'm going to get aggravated by it sometimes. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's the aggravating thing, really. And I'm going to be mean. I'm going to try to stop it. And nothing yeah, Mark, happens. Mark is always like, he might as well just have a referee shirt on in there. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want a good clean Stripe shirt. Yeah, just like he's just out. trying to keep shots above the belt. <laughs> well, Ronnie, for what it's worth on your part, I will try to just whatever this is. I can't oh, think boy. of the word. So I'm just doing the motion. I'll try to calm it down, <laughs> cool it down so that your watch won't blow up. I will just take my watch off if I see it coming so you don't even have to do that. Fair enough. You're like, all right, right. at Ronnie, take your watch off. It's about to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Watch us off, boys. At Ronnie, no watch time. I don't know. It's it's like earmuffs. It's like, okay, hands (laughs) over your ears. (laughs) Then I was like, is there a way just to turn off my watch for these notifications specifically? And I was like, this is way too technical for something like that I want to get into today, you know? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I will, on a side note, the whole thing with notifications, uh, I just, <laughs> I do a, a minimum notifications. Like I, I have my notifications pop up, but they don't tell me they're notifying me. Um, the few times I turn on the sound or the vibration on my phone is when Mindy is at the grocery store and I know she's going to be like, I can't find this. Is there a replacement or what do you need to get? Yeah. Um, but most of the time I have mine on silence and I just check it every <clears throat> 10, 15 minutes and the watch yeah, is perfect. So you keep me. your phone on silence, like on silent all the time. That's what I pretty much do. Mm-hmm, my phone is yeah. rarely ever up. My alarm still goes off in silent. Like it doesn't matter. So my watch is usually like the catch all for everything. Wait, and I can usually alarm, take a quick. Your alarm silent. Like how do you, how do you understand? <clears throat> no, my alarm, the alarm still goes off. Alarm. Even when my phone is silent, the alarm oh, still goes I off. See, I see what you mean. That way people can't, like I couldn't get like a random call in the middle of the night or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> or a GIF war, you know, that just happens out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's pretty much it, though. All right. All right. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I believe in transparency. 
Yeah, that's good. It's good. I'm going to put a pin in my transparency, so. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it out here soon. <laughs> It'll and come I'll out tomorrow as soon as one of you guys crosses the other one. I'll put it in, I'll put it back, and then I'll take it out when I'm ready because you don't okay. tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, see? anything else you want but to be fair mark what i've done now is i've just united them they're a united front now oh yeah mm-hmm. thanks ronnie we'll see mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you want to pass the pass the baton or do you want me to pass it who really wants it who really wants it you should probably pass i want to give patrick it. patrick really wants it oh yeah i can take it he's got it mm-hmm. there uh, you go. yeah so on the life front this past week, big thing happened this past week on the life front. Uh, big time. I traveled to Franklin, Tennessee for yeah. the Married to the Games episode 500 live event. And this wasn't just this wasn't just uh, just to see the live event. It was a weekend. You know, I got uh, I, I traveled down to Franklin, Tennessee. It was about a four and a half hour drive get down there uh it's friday afternoon about one o'clock you know hanging out with so many different people from the you know good morning guys community our joiners and the married to the games community um so many people i don't i just like there was too many people to to name um however i'm going to try um first uh let's see i wrote some of them down hopefully i get them all but there's there's i mean there's like i think like maybe 50 60 70 people went down there not all of them were part of the community there were some significant others there were newborn babies there were uh friends and family of the of the joiners and listeners to the to both podcasts uh we had we had tim pollen was down there i met him for the timmy. first time yeah timmy um uh, Zord Lucor uh, met him. Um, <laughs> Spencer Stapleton, Caleb from the Mountain Nerds podcast met him. Uh, I, I uh, let's see who else. Um, Lem from uh, Bad Gamer Elite fame. Oh, yeah. uh, Old Man Guido, um, Shep Dog, and let's see. I don't know who else. Um, Bernabe. Last but not least, I'm going to say Bernabe. Oh, Bernabe. I, uh, it was the second time I, I've, I, I've met him. I met him uh, at Married to the Games episode 300 four years ago. Um, so, so, yeah, it was a fantastic day on Friday. Uh, we had some food. We went bowling. Saturday, we had, we had breakfast. Went to several different, you know, like used video game stores and comic book shops. Uh, so that was that was always it's always fun to go when you're going places to go to those places. Um, then Saturday night we had the the five five episode five hundred live event, which was at a uh, like a theater this time. Uh, last time we went, it was just in a big huge like warehouse room. Uh, this time we went to it was just like a theater. It looked like a like a I don't know like a comedy club kind of thing, but it was like stadium style seating. Um, so that was pretty, that was pretty fun. Um, we had, uh, we had food, we had drinks, great time. And then Sunday morning, we got up, had some breakfast at a, at a local, uh, coffee establishment called the frothy monkey. Um, and yeah, it was, it was one, it was so awesome to see so many people 
have like the the same interests whether it is you know because we because on our podcast we talk about life and games amidst the other games we love to watch and play married to the games is all about you know kids and wives and nine to fives and, and they're still married to the games so so many people just wanted to chat about video games and chat about life it was it was awesome really awesome uh i it was sad that you know it was only three days you know a little less than three days um sad that the the weekend ended weekend ended way too soon um and uh, a lot of us are looking forward to meeting up you know in a couple of years at episode 600 so um yeah really really fun i saw mark there of course and indeed, sure indeed. mark will talk about uh talk about his experiences and things like that um while we were down there but yeah it was it was a blast you know like i it was a second trip i've made in the past month you know made last month um made a trip down to brazil to see lucas and now i make i made a trip down to, to tennessee to see uh, a lot of people that i haven't seen in a while some and some new fresh faces that you know i've only met on the internet or playing video games you know it was just really fun really fun to to, to see and to watch and to hang out um on the on the movie tv style front uh still working on f1 see the uh drive to survive on netflix i'm on season three right now i think i'm on episode seven there's 10 episodes per per season episode seven on season three um so that's still that's still fun to watch um i found out that there was a actual a f1 race over the weekend and it started because it's it, because they travel all over the world and in, in their races uh the race was somewhere across you know the the world and it started at midnight our time and so i was just like well i'm not watching that because i wanted to i wanted to watch the you know it would have been my first you know live race and i was like well <laughs> i guess i'm gonna have to wait until it's a little bit closer to you know real normal hours um so i've been doing that uh on the game front still working through wwe 2k22 and the my faction uh, there is one trophy I'm going for, and that's to get all the lifetime challenges in my faction. And I am, I've gotten every single lifetime challenge except one. The last one is I need to do like 84 daily challenges and there's only three daily challenges per day. And some days I'm, I don't, I don't get to it. Um, uh, especially, you know, on, on, when I was traveling, been able to do that but i try to get in there as much as i can uh right now i have like nine or ten daily challenges left so i got like three four days left to do uh and i'll have that trophy and then i'll be able to get out of my faction and do the other modes i looked online and these lifetime challenges are hard because you have to win like on legendary difficulty which is the hardest difficulty and you know it's it's really stupid because you know like they're the opponents just reverse almost everything you do and you the only way that you can win is to reverse what they do and it's really really difficult so i can see like why not a lot of people have gotten this trophy but i looked online and only 41 people have gotten this lifetime challenge trophy so far mm. um and the first one to, to do it was like on april 4th so it's been a couple weeks since uh the first person's got it so i'm sure that 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 number will will rise but I don't think a lot of people are going to go through that. That so, is a small number. It is a you know forty one, yeah, very small number. 
So um, we're gonna gonna be working on that, and once I do that, then I'll I'll go to the other modes. Um, I I did I did boot up uh, MLB The Show 22 because it's free on Game Pass, and I put in like a lot of hours last year uh, into Road to the Show, and so mm-hmm. I, I and I, I booted it up, and I noticed immediately that the commentary was different. Matt Vaskersen is no longer the main commentator. He's no longer in the game. They have a whole new set of commentators. And so I'm like, oh, sweet. Cause I like the commentating when I'm, when I'm playing, you know, sports games, I like the commentators and what they say about plays and things like that. And so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I played about three innings and I'm like, well, this is the exact same game, except new rosters and a new commentary, almost the Funny exact same is. game. Yeah. So I was like, I put so many hours into this and I was like, this isn't different enough for me to continue on, but I played the game. I played, I continued to play the game and the commentating, even though it is a different set, uh, different crew of commentators, they say all the same lines that Matt Vaskersen said last season. And I'm like, this is, this isn't different enough. So this is a reskin hmm, is what this yep. is. <laughs> Definitely. It felt like a reskin for sure. So I just finished that game. I was like, okay, I, I got enough out of it. And I deleted it off my system. I was like, I, that I is the tough thing with sports games though. Um, <clears throat> like just growing up, like playing a lot of Madden games, like Madden was like that. Um, if you play right. them back to back years, like it's, yeah. you know, there was a few years where they had a big change, but it would be like the same game with new rosters. And eventually you just get to a point where you're like, eh, you know, like I probably won't download the show since, you said it's the same thing like i you know i didn't get a ton of fire from it last time so yeah what i don't understand is like why don't you just release a game every two years and find a reason to actually update the game and just put out the rosters as dlc yeah i mean uh, i'm totally with you on that that's uh, that's what i think sports games should be and they make more money the other way yeah and because they only have like a an I eight, get that an eight month turnaround, so they 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 put out the game. They have like four months of like you know in season <clears throat> updates and patches and things like that, and then they start the 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 work on the next game. And that's why there's not a lot of changes with sports games. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you get instead of eight months, if you give them twenty months to to put something together, I'm sure there's a lot going to be a, a lot uh, bigger upgrades like. WWE 2K22. They didn't do. They didn't do a 2K21. They gave them. They had two years to actually put together a good game, and it's really good. The upgrades are are drastically different, and it's amazing. And hopefully, you know, uh, I don't think they're going to do that with sports games because Madden is the number one seller almost every single year. Yeah, you know, so they're going to continue to turn them out as long as people buy them. Mm -hmm. I actually haven't played one, and probably. I bet it's been 10 years since I've like played a new Madden game. Yeah. So I'm actually set. I've actually set myself up really good for the next one to be like way different. Yeah. Oh, the for new, sure. The new Madden 22 uh, came out on game pass. So you Plus can actually gonna check the, that uh, out. It's going to have the mayor of Cincinnati in there. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. Shiesty. Uh So, so yeah, I like say same thing. Like I, I bought Madden like maybe three or four years in a row, and there were you know there were some changes, some serious changes. They put in story modes like two seasons mm-hmm. in a row, and then they there was a the the next season they did a franchise mode, which they took another story, and it was pretty cool. 
Uh, and then it was like the Madden 2022 was just, it was the same. So I was like, you know what? Because they like uh, EA on Game Pass, they give you like the 10, 10 hour free trial. So I tried it and I was like, this is the same game. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to buy this like I've done in the past. Yeah. So, oh, and the, the last game that I, I played is crazy. So I know earlier today, Lucas was like, hey, how about you put down Apex? And then I might have just put down Apex. Dun, dun, dun. That, wait a second. You need to give details. Just as, oh, well, I put down Apex. How do you really put down a game that's digital and on your system? Did you delete sure. it? That's a very good question. No, I haven't, I haven't deleted it. Well, then you didn't put um, I, haven't, it I have enough. I have enough space on on there. Fake but, news. Uh, I actually started playing Fortnite. Ta-da! And all right, so, all right, all right. so uh, a lot of people that I know, you know, a lot of friends are uh, have play, been playing Fortnite for quite some time, and I just don't like the the building. And it was just like a mechanic of a game that I didn't really care for, and that's why I liked Apex. And Fortnite comes out with a mode that you do no, you do not build. You don't have the ability to build. The button that builds no longer works. So I was like, okay, you know, let me go ahead and try it out. And this, and because uh, I haven't played this game in quite some time, they have made some changes to the game to where the the, the quality of life of the game is so much better. Uh, you can you can now run. There was no run before or sprint before so now you have a run you know button but it's like you have a a stamina meter so you can't just run the entire time so it has a little strategy and mechanic to it uh that was new uh you can now climb like you can in apex uh which is which is fantastic uh i can use my you know superman skin that i got a while back which is pretty cool uh and you and you don't and you don't need to uh you don't need to build and you one of the greatest mechanics in apex is you can run and slide it's a it's an awesome it's an awesome mechanic in a battle royale uh and fortnite finally added the slide button and so not only is it very similar now to apex i have way more friends that play fortnite so i'm gonna be i'll probably be playing fortnite for uh for some time to come and Justin is my has been my Apex buddy for the past three years, almost three years, and he's not happy. <laughs> he's not happy at all that I am going over to Fortnite. Uh, but he said that uh, that he'll try it because uh, it does it does feel different. It does feel different enough, um, and the changes that they made uh, are amazing. And so he's he would gonna, try it, and he did, and he did. And uh, he jumps on and last night and we get a couple wins. So it's always a good, it's always good when you try something and you actually succeed at it. And so that kind of, you know, ups the, ups the fun factor a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to continue to play Fortnite, which uh, I don't never go. thought I would say. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And Sweet. that is it for me. Mark this Aurelius McLean. Indeed, indeed. McLean. <laughs> Mark Bouchouchet Boucher. Lay it on us. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah, so there might be a little a little bit of rinse and repeat because obviously I was at the same uh thing that Patrick was at. Of course, I as well. Um Kristen and I both 
came down to Franklin, Tennessee for uh, Married to the Games episode 500 for their uh, event weekend. Uh, I will tell her she said that. (laughs) Um, And um, obviously from the get-go, it was like family reunion time. It was like Mm. right from the jump just just seeing seeing a bunch of 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 faces that you know been seeing over the internet and on games for the past you know two years um finally get to see them in person and and hang out and just have a good time and catch up and everything uh it was a lot of it was a lot of fun um yeah uh got to see like Spencer Stapleton from Fort Nerd, obviously Caleb from from Mountain Nerds. We we caught him at a later time. Obviously, we talked about Tim Pollen and Lem and Bernabe, and and met several several other guys um, from from that community. And man, it's just it's just so good being around all those people, mm. um, and and just how excited and passionate they are for gaming and for the show, and for the guys that put on the show. Um, just like from the moment that, that they, that they started up the, the theme song and Gabe comes out and he starts going into his intro, like he, he stopped for a moment because everybody else was just doing it for him at that point. We were, we were, we went for it. That's how excited people were for it. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was, it was great to catch up with people. Um, so uh, I told you I would share, share this um we've talked about it on twitter a little bit um so um i know gabe and uh and the guys they had talked about um you know toby was going to be toby mack if if you don't know who i'm referring to who's gabe's boss um was going to be gone uh this this past weekend because he he goes to the masters every year um and checks that out Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. And I and I had talked to Kristen about like, yeah, there might be a possibility that Toby will be there. And then I heard Gabe say that, and I was like, oh, okay, well, it is what it is. Um, so you know, we go through go to the show and everything. Um it's like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. We're we're getting ready to to wind down and leave the 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 venue. And I come through the doors and I'm walking by, I see somebody talking to, to Tim Router. And, you know, I didn't think of anything of it at first. And then I got a second glance. I'm like, Oh, Toby's here. Um, so, so he's sitting there talking to, talking to Tim for a while. He's talking to a few other, other guys. Um, and I just sort of, you know, moseyed my way over there, um, and started talking and he's like, you know, Hey, I'm Toby. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm Mark. You know, we've actually met a couple of times because I'm the, I'm the guy from, <laughs> I'm the guy from Liberty and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With Gabe. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, and so, um, I, I mentioned on Twitter, like, have you ever had like this moment where you've made, made a fool out of yourself in front of somebody important or like a celebrity or something like that. And that's what I felt like happened with me and Toby Mac. Now there wasn't, it wasn't anything like, overly dramatic and grandiose but like Mm -hmm. i walked away from that conversation feeling like an idiot (laughs) just because of the way that he that he looked at me (laughs) i Um, i had this i had the same kind of well kind of a similar 
uh, reaction, a similar alter, not altercation. That was a weird way to say it. A similar interaction, not altercation. (laughs) (laughs) Altercation with him. No, uh, interaction with him. You know, like I, it was, it was after the show. It was maybe a, a half hour to an hour after the show. And I had a, I had a few drinks and I was, you know, getting, getting selfies with everyone, you know, and, you know, giving hugs. And I walk past a guy I hadn't seen yet for uh, that night and I give him a high five and I walk past and then I do a double take and I'm like, wait a second. I just gave a high five to Toby, to Toby Mac. And I I was like, Hey, so I took, I got a, I got a picture with him, but it was just like, I didn't realize who you were. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I didn't realize who you were either. (laughs) All good. (laughs) So. What had happened was, um, you know, we started talking and, and, you know, I mentioned, you know, I was the guy from guy from Liberty and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, you know, and he asks me, how was the weekend? And in my mind, you know, we had just talked about Liberty a second ago. And so Liberty has this thing called college for a weekend that they do uh, a couple times a semester where they invite high school students who are prospective uh, college students who to check out the university, stay on the campus. There's all sorts of activities that goes on, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so having just talked about Liberty, he said, how was the weekend? And my mind immediately went to college for a weekend. And I was like, oh, no, man. I mean, oh, no, man, we cut out of there before that started. And he gave me this like, what the heck are you talking about? Kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like what? <laughs> and, and it's, uh, it took me a second. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't even know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> the weekend was great. That's when you take your headphones off. You're like, all right, everybody. Yep. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, so we started talking about, and, and even after that, like, what I should have been talking about is all the stuff we did this weekend with the married to the games thing. What I did talk about was the, the Airbnb that we stayed at. <laughs> all the um, interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, to be fair, the place where we stayed at was a very nice, like old farmhouse from like the 1860s. And it's huge. And it was this super nice elderly couple that runs the, you know, the, the Airbnb and everything. And, and it was, it was just super nice to, to be at. And, and so that was just me kind of initiating the start of the weekend. Like that's where it started. And I was going to try to go through the rest of it, but we didn't make it that far. So it's just, (laughs) he's asking about the married to the game stuff. And I'm talking about Airbnb. Let me tell you about uh, these bathrooms. They had these <laughs> toilets. They are so strong. I could see myself in the seats. My reflection. It was so cool. I've never seen that before. He's so, like, I got to get out of here. This what? guy's talking about his <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, he did say like, hey, you know what? You know, you guys got to hit me up next time you're, next time you're here because I have an Airbnb. And uh, he's like, now, granted, where it's at, it's a little bit more on the pricey side, but man, hit me up when you guys come by. I'm like, cool, awesome. I wouldn't mind staying in Toby's Airbnb. Um, I don't know how much it is. I hope it's not too much of the wallet, but two grand a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I just uh, like for the next hour to two hours after we, after we left, I was like, dude, you are an idiot. Why, why are you talking? (laughs) (laughs) Where, what were you thinking? Um, but I mean, it's no big deal. And I'm, I'm sure the next time I see Toby, he will have forgotten all about it. So no worries. Wipe That's probably clean. true. It's no, <laughs> and it's no, it's no offense against anyone. There's just no way a human being can remember that many faces and that many things. I can't imagine how many people he meets like yeah. Yeah. in a year. It's right. like, and says, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Like this, he's like, I'm just got, I got these phrases I use. Like even because the show was on a Saturday night, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like to say, how was the weekend? There's still Sunday. So it's I could see how it could throw you off a little bit and just be like, uh, like Liberty's oh, weekend? I, I mean, I like the weekend. They have a pretty cool song. I mean, I like the band. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> like when he said that, that's the first thing I thought of was like, oh, did you go to the concert? Like, did you go see the weekend? <laughs> no, he cut out there too before yeah. it started. <laughs> oh, it just weekend. cut out. I don't really, they're not, they don't got that kind of, they don't, I don't yeah. like their beat. You know, it would have been on awesome my face. He, you know, <laughs> it would have been awesome if you'd have been like, "Oh man, I love that guy. I love his music." Like, <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, me too. Me too." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, all that aside, it was it was awesome to to be able to spend time with with all those guys, including the the podcast guys. Super proud of MTG MTTG crew for 500 episodes, no doubt, 500 consistent weeks of, of recording. Uh, you know, we went out to a couple of places like Meredith's on, on Saturday, which their food is fantastic. And then of course the frothy monkey on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, I had to listen to, uh, Spencer Stapleton the entire weekend harassing me about his dead dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, he did. <laughs> as soon as I saw him. So interjection here at this whole weekend that of the married to the games, Centennial 500. I was trying my darndest while I was on, you know, the mission field in the Northeast, like terrible internet, terrible debt, you know, connection with my cell phone. And I was like, I got to get like connected digitally, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, whatever. And Patrick and I, Patrick was my main in for this. And we were just, we were coming up like strikes, strike, strike. Like he would call me. I couldn't answer. I would call him. He would send me a voicemail saying, dude, get on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Answer and your it phone. was just, yeah. And so like, I finally have like what I know is going to be like a good hour free. And I automatically like, I'm calling Patrick. It's probably lunchtime. I don't care. And Patrick answers the phone and I'm pretty sure you were chewing something. It was lunch. You were yeah. at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. I'm saying hi to people. And Patrick's just like, Hey man, what's going on? I'm going to pass you down the table. And I proceed to go down like, around a table of 20 or so people and some of it was like i know you that's fun others were like i have no idea who you are see ya and just (laughs) it was but i got to spencer and i knew i immediately knew that the dead dad was going to come up i was like (laughs) here it comes here it comes i just have to smile disappoint no he didn't (laughs) (laughs) so yeah any any and every opportunity that he had, <laughs> he took it. You give him a cookie. Yeah. There's one point it, it, it was brought up and Mark walked like 50 feet away. He's like, all right, good night, everybody. 
And he walked away. I was like, he's not he just coming kept back. walking. He's not I coming would have, back. Had it not been for my wife walking up the street, I probably would have kept walking. Because <laughs> that would have been awkward to walk right past her. Like, she's like, where are you going? Um, but no, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and obviously, I know, I know Spencer's joking and he's just messing with me. But, um, but they're all great guys. Uh, love hanging out with them. For those that know don't better. know what we're talking about, could bring us back to what, what, why was Spencer making fun of a, a dead dad? Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Shall <laughs> yeah, we? Making, yeah, making fun of a I'm dead pretty dad. Sure that sounds it was, so wrong. I'm pretty sure, sure it was episode 97. You're, yeah, in fact, <laughs> we confirmed it was episode 97 because we freaking listened to it in the car. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, so one of these things, and I actually got it from Lucas. Yeah, um, it's my fault. You because, can blame me. It's all good. Um, whenever we have a guest on, and when, when we want to ask, like, you know, tell us about yourself, tell us about your life, tell us what you mm-hmm. do, all that kind of stuff. You take that line from, uh, uh, was it Kindergarten Kindergarten Cop? cop. Yep. Where, yep. Says, where he says, who is your daddy and what does he do? And so when we had Spencer on, I asked him that question. Yeah. And he decided to go full on joke mode and was like, well, that's awkward because my dad's dead. So he's not <laughs> saying anything. <laughs> and, not saying, not doing anything. And yeah. I didn't think that I could get any more transparent than I was. But yeah, I was white as a sheet after that happened. And yeah. he has never let it down since. Mm-hmm. So, but I know he's doing it all in, in, in jesting. So no big deal. Yep. But good thing uh, you can take it, yes, like a champ, or you can walk away. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, like it's a mostly champ. a fake walking away, just yeah, a yeah. dramatic effect. But he kept, he kept, you kept going. You kept. I you was committed to the like, bit. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's not good coming work. back. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much echoing a lot of what what Pat said. It was a it was a fantastic weekend. Funny mm. enough, like I didn't, I brought my PS5 and my uh, my Switch didn't power any of them up yeah at all um it was mainly just i mean i did play a little bit of uh switch like we did some um local co-op with mario kart 8 um which was which was cool but like when did you play that uh that was after after the show when they were all out in the lobby yeah gotcha um let's go out to the lobby let's go out to the lobby play some mario kart Mm. um but uh, no, it's it's a lot of fun getting to getting to hang out with with what feels like family. It was a big family right. reunion. Yeah. Um, on gaming side of things, um, still playing through Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, having a lot of fun with that. Still, of course. Um, and I like Patrick. Had you like me? very much. I, I don't like Patrick. Uh, no, <laughs> we know. <laughs> if you. I'm being honest today, <laughs> we know based on your conversations today. Yes, we know. He started it. <laughs> Um, but, but just like Patrick, uh, I am very much into Fortnite right now. Um, I am very much enjoying Fortnite, and I actually feel like in many ways I'm better at it than I am at apex. Cause like there were games, even though like we only got a couple of wins, like I was getting like eight kill games and things like that. And like actually doing well with a sniper and everything like that. And, um, so I, I'm very much into it. I haven't given up on it. It makes games so much better, though. Like when you're actually like 
pretty good like a contributor like because i yeah. played games where i can't like do anything uh yeah. and it's absolutely zero fun yep 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 but that is that's pretty much it to me and and just not not having fort having not having building in Fortnite is just music to my ears and speaking of music we're going to be talking about our favorite music tonight because we're Hello. going into our MAST top 60. That's right, folks. We are, of course, going into uh, the final list. It feels like it's taken forever to get here, but raise that mast, <laughs> get it up. Let's Raising go. The mast. We're setting sail. We are officially uh, going to go down our finalized top sixty. Yes, sixty. Why sixty? You ask because we decided to cut it off there, <laughs> and that is correct. And uh, and so uh, we're doing our top sixty <laughs> favorite songs uh, as uh, compiled by uh, collective scores of the four of us. And so I'm just going to jump into it. Um, you know, if there's something worth speaking on, I'll speak on it and, or you guys can jump in. Otherwise mm -hmm. I'm just kind of, just kind of roll down the list. All right. Um, so coming in at number 60 is Nick cave and the bad seeds, red right hand, which was Ronnie's pick travesty. That's number 60. Hey, at least it's on the list. Made it to the list. That's true. Yeah. Remember, we got to give the old, you know, little league talk. Everybody here's a winner because they're I on the list. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the everybody gets a trophy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a winner here. Everybody's got a number, you know. You learn a lot Whether when it's you 60, lose. 60, one. Yeah. But uh, continuing on, right behind it or above it, if you think about it. Um, <clears throat> is Willie Nelson's I'm My Own Grandpa. Now, to be honest, I thought this was going to be the last on the list. <laughs> I seriously thought it was going to be last. You know, I'm going to speak honestly here. I went in to the rating of this. You know, I started rating stuff on my return journey from the northeast of Brazil. And yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to put the grandpa song on last because I'm like, I don't, I can't like, you, you will not catch me walking through the house singing the song and like for my kids to hear and be like, I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> Just like, it's not, Why not? Happen. It's a catchy tune. But I listened to it. I, I did all the other songs on the list. Yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. there's some I don't know, some I haven't heard in a while. I'm going to listen to them all. I have some time, you know, between flights and all that jazz. And I was like, you know what? This isn't as bad as I remember. It's not something again that I'm going to go sing it around the house or uh -huh, sure. really thinking about. But at the same time, it's such a unique tune, and Willie Nelson does it so well. So, yeah, yeah, it's not a mainstay of the Boucher household, but that was a lot of explanation for number fifty-nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. Th that's the only one that I think Would you that I wanted to talk about at length like, because it's yeah, well, it's not last on the list. I'm surprised. That's nope. fair. Not the, it's not the driver of, was that was that the one that was last in our video game? I don't remember what was our last was in the movies. Mario uh, the, our movies, oh the movies, oh I don't remember. Yeah, I just yeah. remember in the video games when it was driver. I think uh, it was Stuntman yeah. driver. I thought Get it away. was Power Rangers Superpower Beatdown or whatever it was. No, I think it was it was one of them car games. I think oh, okay. Get Away. Mm -hmm. 
driver. Oh, getaway. It could have been getaway. Getaway. It was yep. getaway. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. That needs so, to be remade. It got the All getaway right. award. So moving on. Number 58 is the Rolling Stones play with fire. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not a Mick Jagger fan. I do not like his voice, but still it is on the list. <laughs> Um, these bottom 10 are all going to get hey at least it's on the list I know right (laughs) Uh, number 57 is Crosby Stills Nash and Young Ohio apparently Uh, all mine are just to the bottom if it would have been West Virginia I would have been higher on the list but Ohio eh. I don't think they're all at the bottom of the list I I don't think so but let's find out Uh, X is me us which but I'm, I'm okay with it being on the list followed by another pick of mine uh being uh fleet fox's mykonos at number 55 there was a f- lot on here that i have never heard before or at least i did not recognize by name yeah um <clears throat> honestly a lot of to be honest ronnie a lot of the ones you picked like i had just i'd never heard them and that's why they're lower <laughs> i can understand um so number 54 revolution with fade away uh number 53 is katie perry's firework number 52 is neil diamond's sweet can we talk about katie perry's firework you really like that that's awesome you like it really it's so awesome who else it's liked fantastic. it lucas i enjoy it it. yeah i mean it wasn't like high up on my list but to me it's always going to be the madagascar three song oh madagascar three is is my favorite it's like madagascar three is up there in like top 10 realm top 20 of Mm. animated movies you know how i love my animated movies and madagascar three just the the whole chemistry during the firework song when they're gelling together as a circus like it's just a cool moment i enjoyed it I think so. that I always think of the movie The Interview with James Franco. Oh, Franco'll. right. You do, and don't you? That's it's the it's, totally it different is, movies. It very I would have probably ranked it higher if I had remembered that. The uh the and the the whole movie is like centered around Katy Perry's firework song <laughs> and is which is hilarious. It's Kim Jong un singing Katy Perry's <laughs> yeah. firework. Wasn't that a movie they weren't allowed to show at some point or it got they, it was uh it was I don't think I they would, it, it did not. It was sure. one of the first. I could see it get banned over there pretty quickly. That did not go to theaters. It went straight to streaming. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. I just. I have a hard time with the the first line. Like the. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? I get where she was going with it, but it's just that that line is just weird. No, I mean I, we're all different. Like Katy Perry to me. Like I. I mean, I guess I can understand like some of them are, are a little catchy, but like her voice doesn't just, mm, I don't know. It's all good. It's not mm-hmm. a fan. Mm-hmm. It is all on the list. Yep. It is on. The That's list. right. It's on the list. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> you did it. Uh, number 51 is James Arthur's Say You Won't Let Go. Uh, number 50 is Extremes More Than Words. Yeah. My contribution. Woo. Boom. Number 49 is ENDR with emotions. Number 48 is the talking head psycho killer. Uh, And number 47 is John Mayer's neon. That one stings a little bit as well. It's so low, but it's all good. 
I'm not a John Mayer fan. Nah, that's all good. Number 46 is Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you. Number that's 40, right. number 45 is Smashing Pumpkins Disarm. Number 44 is the police's every little thing she does is magic. That's a good song. Yeah. I don't, uh, as, as of far course as, it is. It's on the list, Patrick. Well, hey! it's, it's, so it is. Of course. Uh, what, what, what number was it again? <laughs> 44. 44. Okay. All right. Let me yeah. ask you this question seriously, though. All the songs you gave on the list, are they legitimately like songs that you listen to? Yes. Yeah, because mine me? really aren't like when I listen to music, it's oh. I guess I listen to like a lot <laughs> Wait, of different music. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, all of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot of the ones that are on this list are the ones that are either. I mean, if I sing them on a very frequent basis, they're on the list. Like one of yeah. the things that I, I was I was looking through this list. I'm like, wow, we don't have any Michael Jackson songs on here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is that's wild. True. There's some travesty. bangers too. There's some you know, Billy Jean and Thriller. Like, how are those? There are you know, some bangers. Insane that those are not on here. Uh, if it went to top 100, I think those would probably be it probably would in have, the top yeah. 60. I think they would be um, if we kept going. Um, but uh, that's, I mean, like, yeah, you know, some of these, most of these songs uh, are are sung in my household or in my head a lot. Yeah, that's how it makes yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say to add to that, just just the idea of, you know, for a lot of these songs, as I was looking through them, at some point, I just was like, I'm just going to give it a number. I don't like a lot of the a lot, really a lot of these songs, even some of the ones I hadn't heard before or I hadn't listened to in a while. I was like, you ask me a year from now and it's going to be shuffled. Like, sure, there's yeah. a there's a good bit of music here. And honestly, for me, I do listen to the songs I mentioned and. But a, a lot of the reason I think it's a quote-unquote good song is the memory that I can't detach from yeah. the yeah. song. For like sure. my experience, my ability to sing along with it, like all of it all plays into making it a really good song. And then someone, you know, neutral hears it and they're just like, meh. And I'm like, are you kidding? I had my first kiss with my wife with that song. Mm, yeah. So, of course, yeah. it's amazing. For sure. So, yeah. So, it's... uh. It's hard to not for me. It's hard to, to to separate that and just look at the song and be like, "Oh, it's a good song. It's well done. It stands the test of time." Whatever, right? But yeah, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So coming in at number forty three is Elton John's "Can You Feel the Love?" Yeah, tonight? that's my contribution. I sang that during high school at a voice recital, and nice. it was it was magical. <laughs> I was, Oh, someone had a cell that. phone. I know, <laughs> I, I really do. Because looking back at it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Why did I? Why did I let my voice? Why did I let my voice teacher talk me into singing that? Like, if I really could go back in time, I would have dressed up like Elton John and like just totally hammed it up and be like, can you feel the love tonight? Like, try to sing it like him. That's dangerous that saying you'll dress up like Elton John because Elton John. Oh, in West Virginia, that was very dangerous. I'm, <laughs> Back in the 90s, I would have gotten chased mm. by people with mm-hmm. clubs. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> West Virginia, my friend. You got to watch West out. West Virginia. Well, don't dress up like Elton John and go there. That's fair. <laughs> Rules it, to live by. That does not sound fair to me. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, don't dress up like Elton John. I mean. In West I'm, Virginia I'm, in the 90s. So. Yeah. 
I'm if definitely you, not going to do if that. If you get in a time machine and you visit West Virginia to say hi to me, don't be dressed like Elton John. <laughs> be like, Lucas, I have a message from the future. And I'm going to be like, attack him. <laughs> Beat that man. He's dressed like Elton John. If I have one thing to tell you, this is it. <laughs> Are you from the future? Just trust me. <laughs> Oh, oh. All right. Yep. Continuing on with uh, number 42 is Lifehouse's Hourglass, which I totally understand why it's low, just because I'm sure the three of you guys have probably never heard it until now. Um, I had heard it, but had, had you? Okay. It was. Well, yeah, I've heard it for sure. It was honestly, sometimes depending on like, well, it's funny, you know, there are a number of songs that you guys brought up from different bands that I'd be like, I wouldn't pick that song. I'd pick this song or whatever, you know? So it's hard to look at like a Lifehouse song that wasn't high on my list and then not think about the songs that are higher. And then it kind of almost yeah. makes the song go lower just yeah. in terms of my mindset, you know? So, mm-hmm. well, it means something to me because it was uh, the first, the song that we, that my, Kristen and I did our first dance to at our wedding. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Now, see if you would have led with that. I might have like uh, a jerk now for probably yeah, ranking it. I, really it up. <laughs> I yeah. was getting to that part. <clears throat> um, so coming at number 41 is Nora Jones. Come away with me. Solid. Uh, number 40 is DC talks. Jesus freak. Hey, oh, uh, number 39, a classic karaoke staple journeys. Don't stop believing. Uh, number uh, 30. That is, I want to say, possibly the most hated song by me. Really? Oh, really? I, I, I didn't cannot know that. stand that song. I, What's I don't the know what it is about it? it. I just don't like it. Uh, is it I, don't even like, I don't even like it that people get really excited when it comes on. Or I guess that's just the cranky old man that I've turned into, but <laughs> I literally like something about that song. Like I just have never liked it. Mm. Um, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, number thirty-eight with his faces with ooh la la. Hey, uh, I want to say a quick note about that one. Mm-hmm. This was one of the songs that I I put in the search, you know, to to listen to it, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm getting into. And then I listened to the song. I'm like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had no it's idea the name song. of the song or yeah. the name of the band. I was like, oh, this is the I wish <clears throat> I knew what I knew now song. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. duh. Yeah. So, uh, so number thirty-seven, you know, saving Earth from the asteroid is Aerosmith with "Don't Wanna Don't Wanna Miss a Thing." Yeah, mm-hmm. the Animal Cracker song. <laughs> so awkward. Um, <laughs> You're the little animal going across the belly button. What the heck are we watching right now? <laughs> Cinema. That's what we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number thirty-six is Oasis' "Don't Look Back in Anger." Love yeah. some Oasis. Yep. Uh, number 35 is The Doors, Riders on the Storm. Uh, number 34 is Trivium's Silence in the Snow. Wow, 34. I didn't think it was going to be that high. Wow. This one caught me by surprise. Yeah. Uh, I listened to it and I was like, man, this is like, I got Guitar Hero vibes when I listened to the song. Yeah. And I was like, I would shred the, I would press the blue, green, yellow, all those buttons. I would shred the crap out of this song if I had had it when I played Guitar Hero. I don't I play it on the box. I hurt, I hurt my wrist playing the last time, so I had to give it up. But yeah, 
I would shred the crap out of this game. I liked, Lucas I liked Swisher. shred the crap out of it. Just all over, hit the fan, just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and put it on, on the box. Put that on the box. No, yeah. I really did like the song though. It was nice. uh, it was good. It's a good rocking song. So. Cool. All right. Number 33 is uh, the song Never Enough from the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Mm. So many good songs on the Greatest Showman soundtrack. So many good songs. I like to call that the home wrecker song. Mm. Uh, Number 32 is. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good one, though. Uh, Number 32 is Carl Douglas's Kung Fu Fighting. Uh, followed by number 31, Ram Jam with Black Betty. No, Black Betty. Bam, I am. Ram, damn, damn. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I went, camp, I went camping with, with, my, uh, with, with some buddies back in college. This was like, what, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, we were on our way back and we we're listening to the radio. And this song came on. And we both were like, this is a great, uh, this is a great song. When did this come out? We thought it just came out. <laughs> we had nope. neither one of us had heard the song it is brand new information <laughs> it's like wow we do not listen to music <laughs> what year did that come out like the uh 1800s 70s, well yeah 80s, the, the original 1800s. version it's old like a very yeah. old song but ram jams version came out in like the 70s and 80s i think yeah um all right, jumping into the top 30 now. Top Here we 30. go. This is when it gets spicy. Is Horatio Spafford or Spafford, however that's said. <laughs> and, and Ira Sankey. Ira Sankey, it is well with my soul. Amen, hallelujah. Followed up pretty closely by a Revelation Song from Jenny Lee Riddle. Look at that. Peanut butter uh, and jelly right there. Speaking of not peanut oh. butter and jelly, but here we go anyway. <laughs> number 28 is John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads. How is that yeah. not almost heaven, West Virginia? That's yeah, like the bread to the jelly and the jam. It made like a gospel sandwich. You can't even like dress like Elton John in West Virginia? No, but people still love Jesus. You can dress like John Denver. And it's almost you can heaven. dress like John Denver. <laughs> That's right. You can't dress like John Denver. He is uh, uh, He's a special... Special man in West Virginia. Indeed. It's a good one. That's my personal my personal anthem theme song. When I return. You can never home. hear John Denver without thinking of the where they mention him in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> the yeah. Rockies would be a little rockier than this. <laughs> I don't want to say the next part, but we all know what it is. Yep. Yeah. We know. Uh, so anyway, Joan Jett is uh, Joan Jett sign love rock and roll is number twenty seven. That's right. Mm-hmm. Number that one great, when I was that born. That's a great song though. That's good. It is followed up by one of my favorite eighty songs, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World at number 26. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the disco anthem of a decade uh, is Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive at number 25. Oh, we're in the top 25. Oh, my gosh. Yep. <clears throat> Look out. Number 24 is George Harrison's Got My Mind Set on You. Uh, number 23 is Hosier's Take Me to Church. Number 22 is Switchfoot's Meant to Live. Number 21 is The Verb with Bittersweet Symphony. Entering the top 20 now. Top 20. Here we go. Lay it on uh, us. We're going to go out there and go on uh, uh, car chases and gasoline fights with Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. 
it's a good one. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 19 is Eye of the Storm with from Ryan Stevenson and our buddy Gabe Patillo. That's right, Gabe Real. Yeah. Uh, number 18 is one of my favorite 90s songs, The Wallflower's One Headlight. Uh, coming in to number 17 is The Police's Message in a Bottle. Uh, number 16 would be the Fugees, their cover of Roberta, Robert, wow, I can talk, Roberta Flax, killing me softly. Yeah. Uh, number 15, Paddle like this one, Nirvana's version of The Man Who Sold the World. Nice. Yep. Uh, number 14 is Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That is a great song, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Such a chill song. Number 13, number 13's Christmas song is uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Eve series. Oh, (laughs) man, how was that in the song? How was that? Yeah, we were supposed to do that. (laughs) I think that one was when we were going to do 100 songs and we were going to make that number 100, and then we bailed early. (laughs) So it got left in the dust. We should just have an episode where we only play that song and we don't actually say anything, but we don't tell anything. (laughs) Oh, so number 12 is Moving Soft on. Cells, Tainted Love. Mm. Nice. Number 11 is the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby. Entering into the top 10 now. Top All right, 10. we got to say some stuff. We got top 10. We nearly put some heart 10. into this. We got to talk okay. about breezed. We breezed by 20 through 19 or 20 ah. through 19. That's two songs. 20 through 11. So <laughs> top 10. We breezed by two songs. Yep. We breezed right by it. All right, lay it on us, Marcus. Number 10 is Guns N' Roses, Walk Out Into the Jungle. Ooh, all right, let me be the, the first that to say. Song starts. Oh, all right, sorry. you go ahead. I was the first to say. The way that song starts gets me so excited. It is the song that is played before every single Cincinnati Bengals game, right before the kickoff, and that's how the game starts. Get you fired up. It gets you fired up every single time it's on, and um, that's it is oof, so good. Yeah. All right. Let me be the second to say that this song uh, was the first song I can remember listening to so much on a cassette tape, no less, to the point where the insides of the cassette tape ripped out. Like we had listened to it. <laughs> wow. Me and my next door neighbor, we listened to that 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 song in particular, but the whole Guns N' Roses album. I don't remember if it was called welcome to the jungle or what the title of the album was but we listened to that thing so much i'll take your word for it i believe you (laughs) if anybody's gonna know the title it's you but we just i remember we listened to it and it went like at one point it was like and you just you take it out and yeah it was guts everywhere it was like someone just cut it it was like the end of braveheart and we were just like no Mm. Mm. sad day that that was but what a what a great song classic all right, and coming in at number nine is Weird Al Yankovic's Amish Paradise. Wow. Yes. I'll never forget the video to that song. Never. That video like just like plays in my head when I think of the song. Mm-hmm. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I memorized that song in middle school just because my friend and I were just Weird Al. We weren't super fans, like we never went to a concert, but we just loved the quirkiness. Like there are a number of songs. If if I had more picks and we had a longer list, I would add them on. Uh, one of them is "Since You've Been Gone," which is an acapella song 
one thing you don't think about with this song Amish Paradise is you had to actually like kind of live through that time because also Gangster's Paradise by Coolio was not big for that like long you know what I mean like it was a big hit but for a short amount of time I feel was it a flash in the pan it was a flash in the pan yes yeah I memorized that song in middle school and I've still never forgotten the words I can still sing the whole thing Thamesies without missing a beat me and mark you and i one of these days we gotta do a duet yeah man absolutely Local. i get um, to be the local boy that kicks you in the butt that week and i'll just you smile, smile at you at and me. turn the other cheek that's right you won't really care in fact you'll wish me well i, I won't be saying the next lyric <laughs> <laughs> dang <laughs> i thought maybe i trapped you no nope. that's good that you didn't that was a test you passed it okay next uh, so coming in at number eight is the Beatles. Hey Jude, that's mm-hmm. a classic Beatles song. That is good. That's a good spot for it. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Ronnie. See, they're not all at the bottom. Uh, yeah. Is is over the rainbow slash wonderful world. Yeah. Another chill song. Solid, solid song. Number six is another of my favorite uh, eighty songs. Is uh, Take on Me from Aha. I just yeah. anytime this song comes on, I just uh. the the best version is when Chris Kattan sings it in Corky Romano. If you haven't, haven't seen, seen that, it. if you haven't seen that scene, um, I will link it, and you need to watch it. It is it is link when it. I say it's the best, it's the worst. <laughs> I thought you were gonna Fair say enough. Family Guy's version of this. Yeah, where, that's like, what Chris I was gonna trapped say. in the music video or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's also yeah. that's also that's that's that's. So mm. I was talking about the worst, which is ah. Corky Romano. It's it's also the best, but the worst. I I love that Family <laughs> Guy one where he gets trapped in the video while he's at the yeah. grocery store, and then he falls out of one of the freezers. She's and Lois is like, "Chris, where have you been?" He's like, "I have no idea." <laughs> um. All right. At number number five is top five. Top five. Woo! Here we go. Drum roll. Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues. I can't talk. Bruise. That's a whole different nice. song. That, that's that a whole high. Difference. Wow, nice. Uh, number four is Queens. Wait, whoa, whoa. You going to say anything about Johnny Cash? Nothing? Anyone? Who picked it's that man song? Man in Black. Uh, <laughs> that was me. That was me. Yep, that uh, was I want to say I like that song more because I watched the biopic with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, so uh, it made me appreciate Johnny Cash so much more after watching that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Number four is Ronnie's Pick. I was like, that's a song? There's one I've been been waiting for. I think this was my number one. Yeah. Is Queens Another One Bites the Dust? Oh, no, that wasn't it. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. I do. I mean, that's a great song. Like, you can't not like just like bounce your leg when this song comes on though like it's impossible I, mm-hmm. I will tell you this neither my my pick and one of my picks or one of lucas's picks made the top five ouch oh they're all all pats and ronnie's picks i know mm-hmm. one that's still coming that's and fair. i think everybody can appreciate it yeah okay uh number three is pat's pick with survivors eye of the tiger mm. yeah you fired up Nothing gets you more pumped to punch someone in the face. You just want to run up a set of stairs, you know? <laughs> yeah, run up some stairs and punch someone. Love it. <laughs> Number two is Ronnie's pick with Bush's Glycerine. Oh, no, it didn't make it. 
Number yep. two. Number right. two. So close yet right. so far away. Still, come on. Number two. Listen nothing to, to sneeze at. That's yeah. a that great song, me, man. That it takes is. me back to middle school also. Such a good yeah. song. Mm-hmm. I know I've said this before, but if you like if you like the band Bush, they did a rooftop album <laughs> not that long ago, and it is fantastic. There you go. All right. And finally, the number one pick on top of the MAST 60 who now has two songs in our top five. Look out. Is Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, and I cannot be mad at that. Oh, yeah, two Queen songs. There you go. So that is the MAST top 60. Mm. And Wait, wait, are we going to say anything about Queen? We got to say something about the number one song. We can't just brush by it. It's like, hey, there's a number one song. All right, folks, good night. See you later. (laughs) Have you guys seen Bohemian Rhapsody, the... Uh, no. movie that came out a couple years ago. Bits I was going to say, I'm, yes. I'm really sad I haven't seen yep. it yet. I actually thought it was really good. Um, Very I, good. From what I understand, they took a little bit of like a uh, little creativity Liberties. Um, and added it in, but um, it's really good. It does like, I mean, y- you learn a lot yeah. about, like about a band I would have never learned anything about probably. So yeah. Yeah. Some of the actual events were out of order, uh, but they made them out of order for the drama for the movie. Yeah, things still happened. Some of the things still happened, but they were just like not like Rite Aid and stuff like Rite Aid, like all that actually happened. Rite Aid, the the pharmacy. Rite Aid. Aid. I don't remember. Yeah. What is it? uh, What is it now? Live Aid. Live Aid. Now now that I said Rite Aid, I couldn't get past it. At a huge concert at the pharmacy. I could not get past Rite Aid. I'm just going to say this right here. Patrick, when you do the graphic for this week, I need a picture of Rite Aid with with Freddie Mercury on the front singing (laughs) in front of the Rite Aid. (laughs) That needs to be the graphic for the GMG D60. (laughs) That was a big pharmacy concert, wasn't it? (laughs) That was the best concert ever. (laughs) That's what I I was understanding. When my dad, he got hired by Rite Aid at one point in my life, I was like, are you going to get to meet Freddie Mercury? (laughs) He's like, no. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, he works at the same store. (laughs) That's right. In West Virginia, where we do not welcome Elton John. Sorry. But Freddie Mercury, we do. There you go. 100%. I'll put my thumb too high. Solid, solid number one pick. Um, And of course, oh, go ahead. Nope, I wasn't done. Sorry. Uh, The first time I heard the song, (laughs) I feel ashamed to say this because I think it was much earlier than this, but I don't actually remember hearing the song until Wayne's World. Yeah, they sing wow, right there that's like that. that's like the moment where I'm like, what is the song? And then I found the real version. And then from there, I mean, easily Queen's greatest hits. I think it's like a two or three CD album, though. Mm-hmm. That dates me because who knows? What every one of them is a banger, though. Like, dude, every single one. I'm just like, all right. And they are all bangers. Like, they are so good. It's one really of my favorite albums. So yeah. the fact that Queen is like. This they had two songs up here. I'm pretty sure we could have added more Queen songs. And oh, it, it would have yeah. it would have bumped out some of the picks. So, mm-hmm. oh well. Better luck next time. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. There you well, go. Awesome. Uh, and just an FYI, there is going to be an official Spotify and Apple Music playlist of the top. Yeah. Season. All right. You can um, check so it be, out. I'll be sharing that. Uh, as well at some point probably hopefully not too long after this this episode comes out I'll, I'll go ahead and share it and you guys can check it out and listen to your heart's content but yeah that is the mast 60 there you go sweet sweet 
I think we have one more thing on the docket to cover and and uh, do a little spoiler cast of sorts. We're going to keep this one straight and to the point because uh, I'm pretty sure all four of us have been watching that old Moon Knight. So maybe the bumper music's here. It is. Moon Knight, episode recap. That's right, folks. We are talking about Moon Knight episode two. We return to the side of Stephen. What's his last name? Grant? Grant. Grant. Which always reminds me of Alan Grant from Jurassic Park. I don't know why. I always want to think <laughs> of Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> Stephen Grant. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so leaving off from the last episode, it's kind of dealing with the fallout of his little fight with the jackal coyote Egyptian rat thing. And it's <laughs> it's very lackluster at the beginning because he's like, you know, with the security guy and he's like, get ready. Here it comes. You watching? And it's just him running it's, around. With he just looks like a crazy man. And I will say at first I was a little disappointed because I was like, wait a second. This thing only he can see. So like this is, is this just in his head? What is going on? What did you guys think of that? They do opening? a great, uh, they do a great job as far as like the mystery goes, because they, yeah. uh, like for, uh, for somebody, especially like myself, who knows nothing about nothing when it comes to moon Knight, Um, it is kind of cool how they how they space it out like that. They just kind of give you little bits and little bits, and you're just kind of trying to piece it together on your own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, what did you guys think of the second episode? That pretty much, you know, takes us from the fallout to that. We have a lot of Mark and Stephen moments where they get to converse a lot, uh, kind of give the revelation of Mark being the avatar of Conchu and serving justice and repaying a debt of sorts. Uh, and then Steve's like, I'm going to take everything to the authorities and get all pilled up so you, you can't take over my body and all this stuff. And so this kind of back and forth. Um, what did you guys think of this kind of this first half of the episode, the reveal of Conchu or more reveal, I guess, and the conversations with Mark and Steven? Patrick? Uh, I thought... See, I don't know a lot of backstory with this, so I didn't understand why the he could only see Kanchu, he could only see the demons, the dogs, the crazy dogs, or whatever, and no one else could see them. But they're still in the world. Yeah, because that uh, I, girl like hit him or stabbed yeah, him or something, right? With the, yeah. with the bottle. So I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Like, there is so the what the fight that happens in the street and the bus, and you know, like people are just standing around seeing this happen. Like, not only did he have he his face was shown uh, to this, you know, people, a whole bunch of people on the bus, uh, and then all of a sudden he turns into this, you know, superhero kind of character and then takes on an invisible dog like why like i don't uh it, like it's i don't know enough to to actually understand this like, like this. why was he wearing like a white tuxedo instead of the actual uniform <laughs> i mean like i get I, I get why he was wearing a white tuxedo because he's like he doesn't know what the suit is he's like <clears throat> yeah, he's so like he literally thought suit. of a turned suit. It into a suit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, he turned into a psycho Colonel Sanders, as it yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. I love Which was that pretty line. funny. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, funny yeah. line. Yeah, so um, a lot of the thing about 
about like Khonshu and Am- Amit and, and all those gods is the, the reason why they have to take avatars is because they cannot take a physical form. Um, and so that's why they, they pick somebody as their, as their avatar. And that's why, like, if you remember the scene where, uh, Steven ends up meeting with, um, Haro, Pharaoh or Har Harrow, sorry. Harrow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, potato, potato, um, Haro, Harrow, something like that. Um, yeah. where he meets up with him and, um, you know, things start moving around in the world, but you know, he doesn't see Khonshu. Um, he's like, what is he doing right now? He's, is he's, is he saying he's going to kill me and things like that, which, you know, that's a big revelation that he was previously moon Knight. Uh, yeah, that's that true. was yeah. not a thing in the comics, but, um, interesting story to tell. Um, but yeah, so neither Amit or, um, or Khonshu, they can't, they can't take physical form in the actual w- living world. So they have to take on avatars. And their their powers where, you know, I mean, I guess you could argue, you know, well, you can see Moon Knight, but it's still in a physical form, I guess. But like the jackals and stuff like that, being that that um, that Steven has Khonshu in him, basically, you know, he's able to see the jackal, whereas, you know, any normal human beings, they see something's going on, but they can't see what it is until she throws that bottle at him. Right. Um, when I was when I was talking to Mindy about this, I kind of mentioned and I'm spitballing it too cuz like Patrick and Ronnie, I don't really know that much uh, about it and to me it felt like a in kind of going with where the Marvel MCU has been going, it feels like a multi-dimensional overlap thing where they can be invisible cuz they're not actually part of that dimension, but they're, you know, like I don't know, like it's just like an overlap of dimensions where they just have the ability to be invisible. So it just doesn't, it doesn't appear in the traditional way because of that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I personally, I love um, Oscar Isaac's acting in this again, just like having to go back and forth between, you know, very timid and, and yeah, two completely different people. Yeah. Timid and shy Steven. And then this, you know, very take control kind of, you know, American mentality with, with Mark Spector. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so the, 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 like in the suit night, like the, you know, three piece suit kind of night, that's actually a character in the comics named Mr. Knight. Um, and that's when there's actually a point where he starts working with the police and that's the persona that he takes on when, when he does that. And so that's a, they, that's a cool little nod. Yeah, so they actually deviate from the comics, and, and it's interesting because that's it makes sense because <clears throat> some timid person like Stephen Grant, who has no idea what's going on, when you tell him to summon the suit, like yeah. that's what you would think of. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. that he just looks fantastic in that in that suit. But yeah, he did. He did. What's but, funny uh, is he's falling. He's just like, uh, give me the, the suit. I, suit. I summoned suit, the suit. Suit. <laughs> It was very comical. And I think sure. it was actually Oscar Isaac's idea to have him do the superhero landing and then just kind of fall over. Yeah. Just <laughs> smack his head on the side. Yeah, because um, that was yeah. really the first time that it was like Steven in the suit. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like after didn't... he hit the ground, that was like very beginning. Well, it's yeah. like, in, and it's the realization that he has Conchu's powers. Like he has the powers that have been bestowed upon Mark. He has, because it's still the same body. It's just... 
different <clears throat> person. So like having that, that mental fortitude, I guess, to utilize that energy and use it was kind of cool. Like, you know, it, when he, when he, when he's like trying to figure things out and he grabs the bumper of the car, he like squeezes the metal and it melts in his hand. And then of course he gets, you know, jacked by the jackal, but, uh, he still, he lands a punch, you know, and even Mark's like, Oh, that was a, that's a pretty good punch. And then, of Absolutely. course, he takes over, and Mark's like, now let me get to business here. Yep. And like, takes his little knives out of his chest and just, like, gets the jackal away. I like when he pulls uh, the two things out of the suit. He's like, wow, these are cool. Like, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, where'd I get these? <laughs> what did yeah, I get for? these little billy clubs or whatever they were? <laughs> yeah. yeah, through the episode, like, you get a lot of Mark and Steven time, which I think was good. I think the, the kind of revelation of, you know, uh, Mark's wife, Layla, and her being the next candidate to be Moon Knight and then Mark trying to prevent that. So he's like trying to, you know, ex- ex- both extend and pay off his debt uh, to prevent her from becoming Moon Knight, having that life. Um, and then Harrow, Harrow, I keep forgetting. Arthur Harrow, yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of the villain? Because they meet up in the middle Oof. of the episode and kind of like make you kind of feel like, oh, he might not be that bad of a guy. Kind of, I don't know, like working with some logic. We're just trying to prevent bad things happening. And then Stephen kind of goes through the, you're killing kids before they've even done anything. And yeah. judging it's kind of where I draw before. a line there. It's like minority report or something. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> and the it's way like Arthur, with the way he responds to it, he doesn't even respond to that. He just like changes the subject. I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, that's wrong. Yeah, yep. for sure. That's, sure. that's a that's a that's a moral line you're crossing there. Yeah, I, I uh, liked. You're, oh, you're muted, Ronnie. Ronnie is talking and he's muted. Oopsies. Yeah, I was. I, I like how they made him. Um, they made him seem extremely evil in like the first episode when he was like chasing him down, yeah. trying to get the scarab back, and then he sat down with him and it's like, oh, okay, he's a pretty reasonable person. And then at the end of that conversation, you're like, okay, he's not a reasonable person. Nope. He is actually. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially in the fact that like there's this moment where you kind of start, you know, letting your guard down a little bit for him because you find out that he was the previous avatar yeah. for for Khonshu. So he knows about these, this experience and he's able to like to, oh, is he saying this? So is he saying that? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, his his idea of justice is too late and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so you, you kind of start feeling like, OK, you can warm up to this guy because he knows what's going on. And then he turns the corner again. You're like, okay, no, nope. We're, we're going to stay away from this guy. Bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Two critiques I want to throw out. One is from actually, this is a critique and also a compliment. I feel like Mark, not Mark Stevens accent got better in the second episode. The first episode, I feel like half of what Steven said, I have, I had no idea what he was saying. Yeah. Like he was mumbling with mumbling. some accent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mumbling. And uh, Mindy is like, are we supposed to understand what he's saying? I'm like, I don't know if it's important. Like <laughs> put, the, was, put the subtitles on. Yeah. Just, I guess to, if, but to me, I'm like, if you're making me turn the subtitles on, that's not good. But uh, I will say though, that I was really sad that they didn't keep going with the later skaters. I loved latest gators. I loved every time he said that to his mom on the phone or in whatever context. Uh, I thought that was really funny little little saying. They didn't continue in episode two. And I think it's a little strange that he says that because Amit is the Egyptian god in the shape of a crocodile or a gator. So yeah. that was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if there's something there about the later's gators. But then they didn't say anything in the second episode. So yeah, it's a little sad about that. Yeah, but... Um, oh, go ahead. 
I think overall, um, I have one like big question that I'm waiting for it to be answered and maybe I, I missed something, but so is this multiple personality thing, a, like a, a cause of him being moon Knight and being the avatar or does he just have multiple personalities anyways? That was the question that they actually started to, br- to bring up when Arthur Harrow is speaking with him. He's like, do you think Kanchu chose you because you were, um, already broken or because you're easy to break yeah yeah that's and, true and which leads I, me to believe it was multiple personalities already yeah yeah but and and Kanchu is bringing all of that out basically um that's that's what i think it is personally is he, well, he already had did before yeah because Kanchu even said you he in talking to mark he said you said steven wouldn't be a problem and yeah. it's almost like steven i feel like steven has come in terms of the the multiple personalities, he's come later. It's like he's missed the first half of mm-hmm. Mark's life, and Mark was more in control. And then Stephen has almost come out later because Mark makes a comment about how he was almost dead, and then Conchu saved his life, and Stephen totally missed that. So I feel yeah. like Stephen's Stephen's like a a later personality that's kind of filled in the gaps of the past to kind of feel like he's been alive the whole time, but he hasn't really been. I was thinking about that too, but like, I mean, he had a job and everything like, and then all of a sudden he started missing like three day periods and all the stuff or whatever, but I don't know how that it could possibly be kept up for that long. Right. You know what I mean? Cause he said that he's been moon Knight. He's been doing that stuff for a long time. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll have to uh, watch and see. Yeah. This, this honestly felt more like part two of a two parter than like its own full, full on episode. But uh, I was okay. Yeah. I mean, I was ultimately o- okay with that. Yeah, I think they um, left enough. But I'm I'm very interested because as at time of recording, it's Tuesday night, and the newest episode comes out tomorrow. So hey, hmm. nice. Yeah, but I liked it. I'm I'm more in now with the second episode than I was after the first one, and yeah, Mindy is too. too. So if Mindy's yeah. buying in, I'm in even more. Yep. So I am absolutely very much on board with this. For sure. Keep it coming, Marvel. And, and I guess I'm guessing next week we'll be in Cairo because that's how they end the episode. Shirtless yep. and in Cairo. Yep. Drinking Fireball and Dr. Pepper. Right, Patrick? Mm, that's a good spot. That's what I thought he had. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that is all for the uh, GMG MAS. M-E-S, whatever the letters are. I don't, who does acronyms? Acronyms are for losers. <laughs> you do uh, the acronyms. That's right. <laughs> GMG MAST 60 is done. We are shutting the book on that. We uh, have discussed episode two of Moon Knight on to bigger, brighter, and better things. Uh, I think next week or the week after, we're going to start the GMG 40 BTV SOAT or the Good Morning Guys 40 best TV shows of all time. So. We're going to start laying out. That is out not the acronym we're television. going to <laughs> Okay, fine. How about the mm-hmm. GMG TTVS? Um, no. GMG. We'll we'll... No. T- I, don't, I don't even remember what the T. How about GMG Goats? Greatest of all time shows. For everybody at home, this whole conversation has already yeah. happened today. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is what they had the gift this for. This was it. In oh, fact. the pin is out. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the pin out. Oh, but we're running out of time. We don't want to go over two and hours. So we're going to have to go. Uh, now it's time for housekeeping because we're going to talk about this next week. Housekeeping. Uh, towels, pillows, Andy's candies, and news you need to know. Uh, the GMG stream team offering content Sunday to Saturday on Twitch. 
check out Chris, who's not exactly sure what's next, but he's definitely going to be playing some Arkham Knight, I think, getting the Platinum to Horizon Forbidden West. So check him out very early in the morning. Mark's playing Zelda games, of course. And that's uh, one thing I forgot to mention. I beat uh, Ocarina of Time on stream last Wednesday. That's right. And right. now we're so going you're... into Majora's Mask this weekend. Oh, good nice. old Marjorie's Mask. I love that Marjorie's one. Marjorie's Mask. <laughs> Yes, so check out Marcus on Saturday nights, mornings, mornings, afternoons, Saturdays. Yep. You'll be around uh, playing the Zelda games. And then I am playing and platinumizing, platinumizing, platinuming uh, my favorite games of all time and crawling through Horizon Forbidden West. So feel free to check us out. And if you're not into streaming, you'd rather tweet on Twitter, discourse on Discord. Uh, links are in the show notes. You can call us, by the way. 929 GMG guys for any questions, comments, Moon Knight feedback. Uh, speaking of feedback, if you're the giving type, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Spotify. It helps us reach new joiners. Whether you want to give us stars, exclamation marks, or an encouraging word, we hope you will let your voice be heard. All right. At Mark Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three.